Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. You cannot win on the digital shelf if you don't have the right assortment, if you don't have the right pricing, if you don't have the right service levels from a fulfillment standpoint, and you have to have the right technology solutions. And so that's really the wicked challenge of this whole thing is how do you connect all these different disconnected pieces, align them toward a common set of outcomes and goals, and enable teams to work in a semi-autonomous way towards those results. And that's been the approach that we've tried to build. There's different ways organizations try to tackle complexity. The reality with connected commerce and e-commerce and the evolving landscape around retail and, and CPG in general is that that way doesn't work anymore. There's too many inefficiencies from operating in silos. Welcome to today's episode of Brave Commerce. I'm Rachel Tippograph, the founder and CEO of Micmac. I'm Sarah Hofsetter, president of Profitero. And this is a show that talks about what's relevant in e-commerce for the world's biggest brands. Sarah, what's your definition of change management? That's a good question. When I think about change management, the first thing I think about is how resistant humanity is to change in any way. And I know that that's not you or me or actually many of our listeners. I think our listeners probably lean into change. Change is constant. And we, as people in the combination of commerce and tech and bravery, we're change people. But humans immediately resistant to change. Defenses go up. So when I think about change management is how do you lower the temperature to invite an opportunity for change? I don't know. How about you? I think I completely agree with you that humans are resistant to change. And then I would say change management is really an exercise of over communication. You need to bring people along to the journey and you got to do it every single day. And how do you make it stick? In a company, I think it has to be directly connected to the business strategy that you're driving. It can't sit in its own island. It needs to be core to the strategy. You need to incentivize people with a comp plan that actually encourages them to change because compensation drives behaviors. And then you you need to over communicate and you got to be honest with people because if you mislead them in any way or you're silent, they will come up with their own narrative. And being so transparent and say, hey, I understand, like, you may not like this for X, Y, and Z reasons, but this is the plan. And ultimately, either convince them to be a part of it or get them to opt out. That's a really good point. And 
our next guest, Eric Parnowski, breaks it down into some very critical themes. There's trust, there's common purpose, there's shared consciousness, and there's empowered execution. Everybody understands what that common purpose is. And it gets reiterated to your point that repetition is so key. But their shared consciousness of what needs to be true for all of these different things to, to happen so that we are aligning to that common purpose. If we all trust each other that this is the right path, like you said, people have to opt in. There's a big critical component to it. And then everybody's empowered to do it at the edge and compensated as such so that you're measuring what matters and it all ladders back up to that common purpose. And I think that's something really special that Eric has built at Kenview in going through not one element of change management, but two. The spinoff of J&J Consumer into Kenview, as well as him taking on a new responsibility around that same time as the VP of Connected Commerce, also something new. Well, on that note, let's bring Eric onto the show. We are happy to have Eric Tarnowski, VP of Connected Commerce at Kenview, here with us today. This has been a scheduling nightmare, but a dream come true in so many other ways. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me and thank you for accommodating the scheduling challenges. I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Same, same. And if it's anything like the conversations we have when we're not recording, I'm confident our audience is going to be over the moon. So let's kind of dive into it. One of the things that I found most fascinating the first time we spoke was learning both how long you had been with the company, which for those of you who, I don't know, have your head in the sands. Kenview is the artist formerly known as J&J Consumer. So think Band-Aids, baby care. We're going to end up using different examples throughout. So bottom line, iconic brands from all over. In your bathroom, you're going to find something in there. But so Eric, you've been at the company 18 years now. You've had a lot of different roles and they have all played a role in preparing you for the role that you have taken on most recently as a head of connected commerce. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of highlight the point you started there, we're in this really exciting moment here at Kenview, which we have the opportunity to create a new business, but built on the foundation of our iconic brands, Band-Aid, Neutrogena, Tylenol, Aveeno, Zyrtec, right? So many of these incredible brands with a great history, but getting to build a new company around it. And it, it's just an incredible challenge and opportunity and and a great chance to step back and, and look at things with fresh eyes and, and challenge our thinking and try new things. And to the question around where I've come from and how I've ended up in this role, you know, I spent a long time in J&J across all of our different sectors and primarily on the technology and data side of things. And that's where I grew up, um, working across our pharmaceutical supply chain business, working a little bit in information security, moving over to the consumer products business, with a focus around program management, and then um, moving to our diabetes business, where I really started to make the shift into digital, right? We had a digital product platform there with our OneTouch Reveal app, app that paired with our physical products, and then moved over to our vision business, where we were working on a digital transformation agenda there, and came back to the consumer business at the end of 2018 into a role on the technology side across commercial and R&D and, and really looking at how we can use technology to drive our digital first agenda. And it's in that context that I started to then look at where we saw the organization changing and adapting, where there were critical needs that we needed to really rethink how we were 
going to market and, and driving our, our organization and recognize the, the emerging priority around e-commerce and, and digital marketing and really shifted my emphasis into that area and made the transition fully over there a couple of years ago. And it's been a really incredible journey. I think the thing that's been useful for me as I made that transition is when you work in the technology context, right, you're really looking at the way things are done and, and how work is produced in a little bit of a removed perspective. And it gives you that chance to understand the underlying processes and systems and behaviors that drive those outcomes, right? And so it's been those skill sets that focus around kind of unpacking how teams accomplish work and bringing some of the principles around agile and those types of things into the organization and building a way of working that's engineered to drive the outcomes they need to drive. And I think we're just at this really incredible moment with commerce in general, right? As you see the convergence of marketing and sales and technology kind of all coming together and it requires new skills, new patterns, new behaviors, and that background in technology really oriented around bringing change to organizations has translated really well in, into that environment. Eric, I remember when you entered your new role and connected commerce started to become this language at Kenview. Company was at the point called J&J, and there was this enormous change happening within the company, which is that you were spinning off businesses, you were going through a rebranding. That feels like a lot of change for an employee to endure on top of probably joining a new function within a company. So when it comes to bringing people along the journey and navigating change management and standing up this new discipline, like how'd you do it? It's been an incredible amount of change in all of the contexts across our teams. And, you know, it starts first with the fact that we have incredible people in our organization who are resilient and adaptive and really motivated to serve the consumer and to make sure that they can drive the impact that they want to drive through their careers. And so that's a great place to start. As we've navigated it, the other thing that we tried to take advantage of is the fact that this is a new moment and this is a moment of change. And the analogy I use a lot with the team is that there's no set cement. All of the cement is wet. It's a great chance. We're rethinking so many different aspects of our business. We're redesigning processes. We're standing up new capabilities that we had leveraged from the enterprise previously. How do we take advantage of that moment? How do we make sure that we challenge thinking that we don't accept the status quo and that we use the fact that we have to change anyway to be really thoughtful and intentional around where we want to drive change now? And so that's been the emphasis. How do we capture that energy and that momentum, but direct it in a really thoughtful and intentional way, focused on outcomes and focused on putting the consumer at the center and then realizing that there's so much that we get tied up in, in the way that we've organized and built structures and built processes that we take as fixed, immutable. And the reality is most of this stuff we make up for ourselves. And so really just trying to empower the teams to step back, sort of unencumber themselves from business as usual thinking, focus on the outcomes we're trying to drive and figure out how to engineer the work that we need to do to create those results. It's so true when we see it in the battle rhythm, if you will, of the way the teams work. And I think the resilience is a fantastic word to use to describe your team. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. As you've gone through a lot of these iterations, both the spinoff of Kenview as well as the continued evolution of the cement is still wet connected commerce environment, I almost would rather even call it like the clay being still wet because cement eventually solidified. After talking to you so much, you're in a, a state of never being finished. There's always continuous improvement that kind of happens. One of the things that you know, and I have spoken about is the matrices of an organizational design. And you've just talked about putting consumers at the center of the work, but at the same time, you also have to get a lot of cross-functional teams working together. You got to get media, the whole thing with the retail media and like the other media and all those other kind of communications points, the consumer experience, shopper marketing, customer development. There's so many different pieces and every company has their own flavor of how they handle it. What is the mindset that you bring to the team to help them figure out how to navigate what's critical versus important, roles sort, fluidity, all that fun stuff? That's what makes this space such a fun and engaging and interesting place to work. It is a constantly adapting discipline. New capabilities are being rolled out every single day. New best practices are being continuously developed. And so it's incredibly challenging from that standpoint. It's one where there is no finish. It's not done. We've discussed it from the start as we embarked on this as a continuous journey of learning and development and iterating our way towards the model that we want to have to drive results for our consumers in the marketplace. It's really multidisciplinary. And it requires that you connect all of the parts of the organization to get them working together, right? You cannot win on the digital shelf if you don't have the right assortment, if you don't have the right pricing, if you don't have the right service levels from a fulfillment standpoint. It touches all of the organization. You have to have the right technology solutions. And so that's really the wicked challenge of this whole thing is how do you connect all these different disconnected pieces, align them toward the common set of outcomes and goals, and enable teams to work in a semi-autonomous way towards those results, right? And that's been the approach that we've tried to build. There's different ways organizations try to tackle complexity. You can try to simplify it. You can carve off chunks and just tackle it in individual pieces. The reality with connected commerce and e-commerce and the evolving landscape around retail and, and CPG in general is that that way doesn't work anymore. There's too many inefficiencies from operating in silos. And so we had to tackle the silos. That's the approach that we took to it. How do you align folks around a common set of outcomes and roll people on a shared mission, give everybody a shared set of kind of understanding and collective consciousness, and then empower people to operate 
their piece of that towards their objectives, right? And we talked a lot when we designed the work, it's the handoffs have to shift from task-based handoffs to outcome-based handoffs, right? You have to build trust in the organization between different teams. You have to build that connectivity. You've got to have that autonomy and that empowerment at a team level to create the sort of lubricant you need to make work move through the system. Your team is so large and there's such significant scale to obviously the Kenview business. At what frequency are you guys checking in on how you're tracking towards goal? Yeah. Across the connected commerce organization. Oh, I mean, it's a continuous cadence. We spend a lot of time and energy really thinking about that cadence. What are the data points that we need to be measuring? What's the frequency we need to measure them? And how do you move beyond sort of thinking about data and metrics and reporting into thinking about how do you ritualize the behaviors of how those things are used and adapted? And so, you know, we have a frequency and a framework that we lay out across all the different dimensions of our teams that's very prescriptive in that lens. Uh, what do we do on an annual planning cycle? What do we look at on a quarterly basis? What do you look at on a monthly basis? What do you look at every single day when you come into work? And try to get get really prescriptive with the teams around doing that. And so it is a continuous and, and ongoing basis that we're building that. And the key piece there is it's thoughtfully designed in an intentional way around trying to make sure that we're building the connections that we need to have between teams and that we're making sure that we're always anchored towards those common set of aligned outcomes within our own team, but also with the stakeholder groups, right? We live embedded with our brand marketing teams. We live embedded with our our sales and customer teams. And so both understanding what do we need to own in our own domain, but what are those touch points out across the end-to-end organization as well, and continuously working on defining and refining those, and really trying to bring, you know, this framework of thoughtful iteration and intentional design, right? We talk a lot about how do you think like a scientist? How do you work in a hypothesis-driven way? How do you make sure that every action you have You've defined an intended outcome. Um, you've determined how you're going to measure that. And then what's the frequency on which you're going to go back and check that? And then when you do, most importantly, what's the actions you're going to drive based on what you see when you measure? And we spend a lot of time making sure that all of those things are thoughtfully designed. Is there a KPI in your mind that represents we connected with the consumer? Like, is it lifetime value? Is there that North Star to really demonstrate how connected Kenview is to the consumer? Fundamentally, it's sharing household penetration. Are we building our relevancy with our consumer community? Are we reaching new consumers and bringing them in? Are we growing our categories? Are we growing our position in the categories? That's ultimately what all this anchors up to. And I think as we think about what we've constructed as connected commerce, and we haven't really defined that on this call, but what we brought together is we brought together integrated media, so national and retail media, consumer experience, shopper marketing, e-commerce, all those touch points where we touch the consumer, all brought together and really made sure that what we're clear on is our goal is to drive our total business performance, right? It's to make sure that all of those things line up, that we can meet the consumer wherever they are in their journey, and we can drive them through that journey towards purchase, wherever that purchase happens, in store or online, ensure that we're delivering that seamless experience in the process. And so the ultimate outcome we're anchored to is our total business performance, is our total relevancy with consumers as demonstrated by whether they choose us at the shelf relative to our competition. I would love, if you're comfortable, if you could provide an example of how you've mobilized that end-to-end total commerce. Because what you have been able to achieve organizationally with this connected commerce framework really creates almost like a Rube Goldberg type scenario where like there's so many different things that kind of impact each other and make it work. Is there a way you could bring it to life for us? An example, and look, we're getting better at this every single day. And some of the cycle times for things that we do are long, right? So if you think about innovation cycle times, that work starts a couple of years in advance in a lot of cases. And so a place where 
there's still room for improvement, but we're, we're really proud of the progress we've made that brings some of this to life is with our recent Listerine Clinical Solutions launch. And we're in the middle of scaling that to a national ship to trade right now. And as you look at how we've focused on making sure that we have the right assortment to win with the consumer, the right claims to drive against that both online and in store, we started with an exclusive launch at Walmart. We've built a surround sound plan that talks about how do we drive demand to this and awareness of these new products online, in store, across the entire ecosystem first at Walmart. And now as we scale to other retailers, how do we bring on the national media in a complementary way? How do we think about how that gets launched at each retailer from a in-store presence perspective, from a retail media perspective to support those things? It's really making sure that that is fully designed, fully articulated, and fully coordinated across all of those different touch points to land, not just kind of in the individual parts, but really as a holistic whole, right? And that all the different pieces are singing in, in harmony there as we, we bring that to market. And, you know, the, the early results have been really exciting and promising, and we're looking forward to continuing to build momentum there. What do you think made this so much stronger? Was it because the brand teams really have that consumer first commerce holistic mindset? Was it the first representation of things going through the system the right way? Like, what were the key ingredients to making this a successful end-to-end connected commerce launch? Yeah, it starts on the brand side with having really great consumer insights around what consumers are looking for in the marketplace, how their preferences are changing, where new entrants are focused, right? What's the category prototype and how is it evolving and how do we develop innovation that advances that prototype? With that great foundation, then it becomes, how do we bring this to market? How do we introduce it to new consumers? How do we bring it through from a retail and a demand generation perspective? And really making sure that all of those pieces are connected and constructed in a really coordinated and synchronized way, right? I think a lot of times if you think about how traditionally we've approached some of this work, you have a brand team that's thinking about sort of that innovation and then the national media branding and messaging, right? They're putting together a retail playbook, but then you're bringing that light to life at each retailer with your shopper marketing teams and agencies in an individual way. It's really now making sure that we're designing all of the pieces as parts of a coordinated holistic whole. We're thinking about how we play we, we know what the strategy is from a brand positioning perspective. We're designing our search strategies online to steer into that. We're thinking about the digital shelf content in a way that pulls through those claims. We're making sure that all of the pieces look the same, match up, whether you're finding out about this product through our national media campaigns, whether you're finding about it when you're in store, whether you're looking online, you'll see that consistency in how we show up everywhere. And then we're applying the learnings that we get in each of those different touch points back into the process. So, you know, as we see which of the claims are working and where we drive kind of through our A-B testing and our digital shelf content, how we pull that back into then the later parts of our launch and make sure that we're, we're bringing the most, most impactful learnings into the marketplace as we go there. So, you know, there's no magic to it. That's the thing that's, I think, really fascinating about all of this stuff, right? Is like fundamentally, it's just around really tight, focused execution and being on top of the details and making sure that you're connecting all of these different parts. And, and to your point, what I think is really interesting from a, just a thought exercise standpoint as you approach this is most of this stuff is really easy to think about how to do on a single use case, right? For a single brand or at a single retailer across. But when you have this complexity of trying to bring together, how do we execute in a consistent, excellent way across categories, across brands, across retailers, right? That's when it starts to get complex and challenging, right? And that's where the easy path off is to carve off those chunks and to manage them individually. 
when you do that, you just lose that continuity and you lose the ability to really amplify and complement it the whole. And so it's continuing to focus on just how do you make sure that all of the vectors point in the same direction across every single touch point towards the result you're trying to drive. Eric, how do you think about balancing how the consumer wants to shop various CanView categories and then pushing the portfolio? Even though the consumer may not want to shop the entire CanView portfolio at once when they visit, let's say, a Walmart. I think it's a couple different things, right? One, we try to put the consumer at the center in how we operate entirely. And that's the principle of our model, fundamentally. Number two, we generally aim to show up in the voice of our brands in a primary way. So you'll see us run some retail execution in a portfolio level, but generally speaking, we, we live in the voice of our brands and activate from that perspective. But what we're looking for and where we're challenging and pushing and trying to drive our partners, whether they're retail partners, media partners, technology partners, is how do we start to bring online these capabilities that let us understand the consumer journey, intercept that consumer journey, and create those opportunities for clear adjacencies, basket building, creating new usage occasions. It's starting from the core, making sure that the fundamental thing you're doing is organized and designed to meet consumer needs, but then really starting to think about how do we use the power of data, the power of customization and personalization to kind of bring in the relevant information to relevant audiences at the right times to drive some of these additive outcomes, whether that's promotional or media or shaping from a consumer experience perspective. Makes sense. Well, we have to ask you our famous last question, which is what's the bravest thing you've ever done? I've done a lot of stupid things. I don't know that those are relevant or appropriate for uh, for this kind of conversation. Well, let's see how stupid. <laughs> so I'll, I'll focus on one that's maybe a little more closer here, right? And I think from a work standpoint, the switch that I made to have kind of grown up from a career standpoint in technology to have developed a degree of subject matter expertise and domain expertise there and then at a pretty developed point in my career, switched over entirely to a different domain, I think qualifies from that standpoint. You know, I deal every single day with managing through imposter syndrome and trying to make sure that I feel qualified to represent the teams that I represent and to do the work that I do. But it's been an incredible learning journey. And I think that's always at the core, right? When you think about growth and development, it happens when you step outside of your comfort zone. And this has been one of the most engaging and exciting and challenging examples of that in my career. Well, you wear the pinstripes well. We wouldn't know that you were feeling like an imposter and we're so appreciative for your time. Thanks so much for having me and thanks for all that you guys do for the industry. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more examples of change management and getting a company to be a part of a mission, you can go listen to two great episodes from two mission-driven CEOs. One is from Seth Kaufman for when he was at Moet Hennessy, and then a more recent episode with Mark Klaus, the CEO of Campbell's. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, write a review, give us a like. Thanks for listening. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. 
And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Jackie Cooper, Global Chief Brand Officer at Edelman and the host of Touch of True, a new podcast launching on the Adweek Podcast Network. My dad gave me this incredibly smart piece of advice, meet everyone once. As a result, I've met some of the most fascinating and inspiring people on the planet. Now on Touch of Truth, we're coming center stage and sharing the mic to experience stories of truth, insights and visions for the future that will challenge your way of thinking. Touch of Truth is available wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out every Tuesday. I do hope to see you there.